we've been together a very long time. I know that you mostly just kind of grunt and it's fine. I don't take it personally. <laughs> Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we've got a little lesson in communication for you all. (laughs) And this is one that I'm actually, I'm learning it right now. I generally think I'm pretty good with communication, but there's always something to learn. So I've mentioned it in podcasts before. Uh, My background is in natural resource management, and I still do some natural resource management projects. I've been involved in this local project for the past six years. There's this awesome, like all this habitat restoration going on. I won't bore you with the details, (laughs) but I've been involved with this project for the past six years and I am in charge of habitat restoration. Like I do the actual like land management portion of it, securing grants and then the actual like work that gets done on the ground. So anyway, one of the places that I manage also has a um, education center. And so there is staff that works in that education center. So for the past Six years of the project, I have always communicated with the lady that runs the education center. You know, they like do programs for kids mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And so I've been doing this project for six years where I manage the property. She does the stuff with the public and we had a great relationship and everything was fine. She actually retired a little over a year ago. So for five years of the project, no problems, communicated with her back and forth on what was going on. Not a big deal. So a little over a year ago, she retired and they hired somebody new. So I just continued to communicate with this new person the same way I communicated with the old person. I honestly, I didn't even think anything about it. I really didn't. I just kind of kept on business as usual. Why would you change? It's worked for you for this long. I honestly didn't think about it. So, but then here recently, come to find out, apparently she has been very mad for a year Because she does not like the way I've been communicating with her. And I just, I honestly didn't know. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of lessons here. I think number one, the lesson I think for her is if you're mad about something, maybe like don't wait a year. Because now it's like, you know, blown up. There's emails have been sent, whatever. Don't need to get into the nitty gritty details. But we're two professional people. And like I said, I think there's a couple lessons here. The lessons for her is maybe like, don't stay mad for a year. If you're in a professional situation and it's not that anything was like bad or wrong, it was just not what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And so if you're mad for a year, maybe just say something because I wasn't communicating with her in this way. I, I just didn't know better. Like I had no clue this whole time that she didn't like it. I guess for a little bit of detail, I'm pretty informal. So I would just kind of text her, hey, here's like updates. And if I saw her in person, I would just vocalize it. I would just I would just talk to her. But apparently she wanted something more formal in the form of like sit down meetings with uh, myself and other agencies, things written in emails, like a much more formal style of communication than I am used to. 
And I wasn't not communicating with her like that, like to be mean or rude or to not give her what she wanted. I just didn't, I literally didn't know. So if you're in any kind of business situation and you're not happy with how it's going, maybe just say something because the person might just not know. Well, and I can see how this can relate directly into landscaping because I can see how landscape business owners don't always communicate with their team. And sure. they may be upset with the way that people have operated because I've personally seen in our business okay. where we've had like our lawn maintenance foreman. They've been doing stuff a certain way for so long, but yet my dad was mad at him, but never told him anything different. And then finally it got to the point something happened and my dad would just blow up. Well, you've been screwing this up for, you know, so, so long. Well, if you didn't correct it early on, they're going to continue the same If you same didn't say thing. something, they probably yep. had no freaking clue. Yep. And I think this translates to homeowners as well. Because I think a lot of time homeowners want maybe more communication than landscaping business owners do inherently think that they well, want. You can take this in two things, too, because when you're out meeting with a customer or even when you're pre-qualifying with them, find out how do they want to get communicated with? Do they want emails? Do they want phone calls? Do they want one-on-one? -on -one? Do they want text messages? This is great information to gather from them. Because and when and how much communication they want, mm -hmm. how often do they yeah. want to be communicated with? This is so important. Like I found this out years ago with like bigger projects. We had this one customer. We had I don't remember exactly what size it was, but it was, it was a large water feature project, the whole landscape, everything, the whole project. And they wanted to meet every week mm -hmm. to discuss what was going on. And I wasn't doing that initially. I just kind of give them, you know, kind of updates here and there throughout the days and stuff. Right. But they want to have it actually sit down. And I didn't know this until they. It sounds kind they, of like life situation. You're yeah. like kind of doing informal, like, hey, yeah, here's what's going on. Da, da, da. But if they want an actual sit down, yeah, but they, they could actually be getting like upset about it. And you just don't know. Yeah. And they, they actually said something to me. They wanted to have a one on one. OK. And I was fine with that. That's not a problem. But I didn't think about it. But I didn't ask for it either. So this is where I learned early on to kind of find out how do they want to communicate? And like you said, how often do you want to be communicated, especially bigger projects? Or, you know, if you're doing uh, commercial lawn maintenance, we'll do this for some people. We'll just go along the whole season and not really speak to the, you know, the management company every so often, because sometimes the management company's down in Texas and we're up here in Indiana, you know, we'll send pictures and stuff, some updates here and there, but perhaps they want to be communicated with and, you know, having some kind of program that sends them pictures or, you know, whatever, it, it could be very useful. So... Yeah, well, and to take my part of responsibility for it, I guess, like in hindsight, when there was a change in personnel, maybe I should have approached her and asked how she wanted to be communicated mm -hmm. with and how often. I honestly didn't think yep. to ask her that. And so lesson learned going forward, if there is kind of a change in command like that, I'll ask the person mm -hmm. like, OK, here's kind of how traditionally things have been run. Does this work for you? Is mm -hmm. this OK? OK, if not, how would you like to proceed? Mm -hmm. Because once again, she just like mentioned it. We could have changed it a year ago. Like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't feel bad. It's not my fault <laughs> that she held on to a year, but I feel kind of bad that she mm -hmm. was mad for a year when this is something that's easy to rectify. So yeah. kind of for my part in it is I will definitely for sure in the future ask. And well, so this can kind of come back to commercial properties as well, too, because like we have a lot of commercial maintenance that we've had for like years and years and years and years and mm -hmm. years. And we don't have to communicate with them a whole lot because we've been with them for years. Mm -hmm. But say that ever switched hands, got bought out by a different company or whatever, yep. they might not like that because we don't have that long-standing history with them. So maybe well, they would want something more. Well, we also worked, you know, didn't work early on with a lot of contractors, home builders, 
And they had a, you know, a project manager that would kind of oversee us to make sure we're doing their part. And the one gentleman passed away. They brought somebody else in over, you know, whatever, a few months or whatever it was. And kind of similar, we communicate a certain way with this person, just, you know, send them texts or whatever. And but that's not how the other guy wanted to communicate. He wanted to be email. Yeah. And once again, like there's no right or wrong. No. It's just people like things differently. Yep. So it's just important to find out and think about this because you, know, you don't honestly always think about it. You're busy doing whatever you're doing, selling and, you know, handling oh, everything else. In absolutely. Business. So again, this goes back to having this kind of procedure. If somebody changes, you know, you find out they change in management firms. Okay. How do we want to communicate from here on forward or, you know, what, how we want to handle this stuff? And it's just something, again, we don't think about it. We have to take action on it. Yeah, absolutely. If you listened for the podcast a while, too, I always like to refer back to my older sister when I think of like homeowners because she's like everybody's like ideal homeowner. She's like middle aged and has lots of money and always wants to spend it on things. (laughs) But she's a homeowner that expects a certain amount of communication. Mm -hmm. And when she has projects at her home, mm, 10 out of 10 times, she doesn't get it from the contractors. And so I'm always having to like talk her off the ledge. (laughs) I'm like, it's fine. They're not ghosting you. They didn't just take your money and run. This is just a little bit of contractor communication. This is just how they do it. So maybe this is our little like PSA to the contracting world, especially the landscaping world. Mm -hmm. Check in with your homeowners, especially if you're doing a big fancy project with them. They probably want more communication than you think. Well, I mean, you can go pretty deep with this. Like you finish off just kind of a one-off project, check in with them, you know, a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, whatever it is. Check in with them. Just say, hey, how are things are going? You know, how are we enjoying the patio? How, you know, how are the it's plants? It's simple and easy. And if you form that relationship, then you can sell them more stuff. Yep. But I guess we're getting <laughs> off onto another tangent. But and it goes for everything. Like you said, from employees to customers to even your personal life to your spouse. You know, I, I'm sure I don't communicate enough to you. I'm sure. We've been together a very long time. I know that you mostly just kind of grunt and it's fine. I don't take it personally. <laughs> but if you were in a relationship with a new person, I could see a new person would very much be like, well, He's kind of grumpy and grumbly, and I'm like, eh, it's just how he is. We didn't didn't mean to take that in the personal world, but, but well, I, just, it's true. I wanted to bring this communication up because, like I said, I mean, we're, I'm this many years into being a person, and I, I still messed it up. Like I said, I never thought to even ask her how she wanted to be communicated with. I just kind of kept on things as usual. Like I said, I will take my responsibility for that. But then, like I said, on her, on her hand, gosh, please, people, please do not hold on to things for a year. That's crazy. Because well, yeah. Like I said, it like she said, she mentioned it a long time ago. I would have been happy to fix it. It was completely innocent. Like there's no wrong or right. There's just different. Do so. we mention her name? No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. We're not throwing anyone under buses. Stop. Do you have questions for me to round yeah, this out? Or did you have anything else? I said that was just no, kind of a just, quick and easy podcast, but I hope you can get something out of it. Just communication is really important. It's, it's so important. And like Katie said, it can help you upsell more work later on. Just stay in front of that customer. Customers don't want you to be the contractor that just does one job and then leaves and, and you know, jump ship on them. They, they want somebody to be in touch with them. You know, if they have problems, maybe two months from now, they're like, I noticed this patio is sinking over here in the corner, you know, but they don't say anything. And then they're pissed off and they're telling their neighbors, oh, they didn't do this right. Well, you could have gone over there and explained, well, this is where the house is, you know, being built. It's settled right here because it's just got fresh dirt around the foundation or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Or you could have handled the problem before it gets escalates. And I'll have one more thing I'll add too. If you do this excellent communication with your customers, then it keeps you top of mind with them. So mm-hmm. when, say, they're talking to somebody at church or they're talking to a neighbor and they're like, oh, I need a landscaper, boom, yep. your name's going to be on the tip of their tongue because you've communicated with them. So, yep, absolutely. Just communicate. Yep. Just communicate. Don't All pull right. a Katie and forget. Some fun questions. Here. All right. What you got there? All right. If you're going on a road trip, what are the three must haves? You couldn't leave without. Um, Twizzlers, 
combos, and Martin. I thought you were going to say something like a pillow or a blanket, too. Oh, that's strongly up mm-hmm. there, too, because I do yeah. like to sleep in the car. Yeah. So maybe if I had to, oh, yeah, you're right. Might have to just be like combos, a pillow, and the dog. <laughs> All right. If money wasn't an issue, what would you do with your time? Um, Maybe be a professional dog walker because I just really want to play with my dog and other people's dogs all the time. I can see that. Yep. And last one, what's your perfect day from the moment you wake up until you head to bed at night? Um, A perfect day. Probably just be hanging out with you and the boys. We live near Indiana Dunes National Park. So mm. get up, grab the dog, grab you and the boys, go hike at the dunes for a day. I actually like to hike at the dunes this time of year. The beach is fine in the summer, but I actually very much enjoy the beach in November, this little mm-hmm. cooler time of year. So hike up along Lake Michigan for a little bit on a nice sunny day. Yep. Yeah, come That's home, nice. watch a movie with the dog and uh, <laughs> call it a day. You know, it's the theme here, the dog, the I dog. I really like the dog to be everywhere. So. <laughs> All right, guys. I said you and the kids too, geez. All right. <laughs> if you guys found any value in this, please let us know by uh, leaving us all. Uh, review on iTunes. We really, really appreciate it. Appreciate it. it. Get our, I don't know if rankings is the right word, but the more reviews and the better stars we have, the more we can get pushed out there for more landscapers to find us. Well, our our thing is we don't want any broke landscapers. So our no no broke landscapers is our motto. And the more people get out to to help them out, the the better it is. So Absolutely. And then uh, don't forget to check out the Million Dollar Academy if you're looking to... uh, Oh, yeah. If you're a landscaper who's kind of anywhere in between that, like just starting out, like maybe even just going side hustle the full time, Mm -hmm. anywhere up to about a million dollars in revenue, we've got courses and community and the support that you need over in our Million Dollar Academy. You can go check that out at milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 